Hello and welcome to episode 8 of LFP, the Lee Forest podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be talking all about transition. We're going to be talking to teachers from Lee Forest and finding out what it's like to move from one year group or key stage to another. Back in episode 3, the year 6 special, which if you haven't listened to, can be found in the episode library. We focus predominantly on the often daunting move from Key Stage 2 to Key Stage 3. In this episode, we heard from Mrs Newbold, Mrs Wood and myself about the do's and don'ts for the big move to secondary school. And as we approach the end of the academic year, we thought it would be useful for pupils and parents to hear from teachers of different year groups about the expectations and how to prepare for September 2020. Here's what they had to say. Hello, I'm Mr Hort. I teach in nursery and I teach forest school for all of the year groups. When children come to nursery at Lee Forest, we'd love them to be independent, so able to take the coat on and off and wellies on and off if they can. That would be fantastic. When they leave nursery and go up to reception, that carries on. We want them to be able to get changed independently. We want them to be able to hold pens and pencils and that will give them the best possible start to their school life. Hello, my name's Mrs Gonzalez. I'm the early years lead at Lee Forest. When your child starts school, there are a few things that we'd love them to be able to do. We would like them to be able to put their coat on and off all on their own. We'd like them to be able to put their shoes on and off. We'd like them to be able to put their clothes on, on their own, and to be able to write their first name and for some children, their last name as well. Hi, my name's Miss Evans and I'm a teacher in reception. So, some of you will be starting school in September and it's going to be a new classroom, new adults, and it may be a little bit scary. And for some of you, you may get a little bit upset. If this happens, we ask that you just say goodbye to your child, hand them over to the teachers, and then when they've settled, we'll give you a call to let you know that they're okay. Hi! I'm Miss Jackson. I'm Miss McGee. And I'm Mrs Reed. And in Key Stage 1, we would really love it if you were able to use capital letters and full stops in your writing, be able to write all your numbers correctly formed, and get yourselves ready into your PE kits and change back again including tying your shoelaces, bringing your reading book in every day and completing your homework and returning it back to school. We can't wait to see you in September. Hi everyone, it's Miss Collis here. I hope you're all okay and have been enjoying the lovely sunshine. This week's topic is all about transition. Transition is a very exciting time of the year where you get to find out who your new teachers are, so here are my top tips to help you if you're feeling nervous. Whether you're moving from reception to Key Stage 1 or from Year 2 to Key Stage 2, it can be quite daunting. However, you're probably not the only one who's feeling that way. Why not talk to your friends? They might be feeling exactly the same as you. Some of your teachers may be holding Google Hangouts with your class, so this is a good way to keep in contact with your friends and find out their thoughts about transition. Talk to your teacher if you're feeling worried or nervous. Why not drop them a message on Class Dojo or Google Classroom? They will be more than happy to help reassure you and maybe give you some tips to help you as you move up. Why not set yourself a goal? There will be plenty of opportunities next year for you to push your limits and discover what is possible. Maybe think about something you want to improve on. It could be that you want to be able to complete more explaining and solving tasks in maths. Or if you're in key stage two, you may want to improve your handwriting and earn yourself a pen license. Anything is possible if you put your minds to it. I look forward to seeing you all soon. 
Hello, my name is Miss Allcraft and I'm one of the Year 3 teachers. Sometimes moving up to Year 3 can be really, really exciting, but other times it might be a bit scary because you've got a new playground and that is so much bigger than your Year 2 playground. So it is really important that you listen to all of the adults within those first couple of weeks so that you know how to keep safe and happy on our playground. Some things haven't changed. We still expect you, just like in year two, to bring your reading diary every day and your homework every week. We also expect in year three that you will be able to join your handwriting, know your twos, fives and ten times table and you are able to talk about your favourite author. Hello everyone, I'm Miss Purcell and I currently teach in year five. Upper Key Stage 2 is quite a challenging area for learners to be because you have to get ready for those dreaded SATs. But you don't need to worry about them. Everyone in the team works hard to make sure that you're ready for them. In the summer, if you'd like to just make sure you've got that secure times table knowledge, that you understand word classes and make sure that you're ready to go at a speed to make sure that you are great in your SATs. Have a lovely summer and I'll see you somewhere in a classroom in September. Bye. Hello everyone, it's Mrs Wood. I've been in year six now for the last three years and the bit of advice that I would give you would be to not stress. Don't worry about your SATs even though they seem daunting. You will be prepared. Your teachers will teach you everything you need to know for those tests and you will smash it. Hi everyone, it's Mrs Newbold here. In year six, we are currently getting ready for the transition to our secondary schools and we're doing lots of work discussing about the move to our big schools and how different it's going to be and the sorts of things that are going to be the same. In the holidays year six, you can get yourselves prepared by perhaps looking up your new school website, going and getting your uniforms and just keeping on top of your times tables and perhaps write a diary to let everybody in your new school know what you've been up to. Have a good summer. Bye. And now it's time for Votes for Schools. Votes for School. Votes for School. This week's Votes for School topic is, are you ready for the new normal? Here, students will consider the changes that are happening with regards to the easing of lockdown, such as the reopening of shops and schools, relaxing of social distancing measures, and the plans to reopen bars, cafes and restaurants on the 4th of July. The lesson, which will be made available by your teachers on Google Classroom and ClassDojo, will give you the chance to reflect on how you feel about these changes and offer a forum for you to discuss some of the different concerns and anxieties that you may have. So the question is, are you ready for the new normal or not? We pose this question to some of the Year 6 pupils. Here's what they had to say. Hi, my name is Nia. I'm in 6MW and I think opening bars, restaurants and many other places is a great idea so that family and friends can meet each other finally they will see each other and i think this is actually a great idea hi i'm mawa i'm from 6mw i think the government has taken the right decision by starting to open the shops again because it's going to take a while before it vanishes and we have been in in lockdown for really long and as long as we follow the rules everyone will be safe and they can enjoy their time outside hi i'm leah from six and n and i think that shops and restaurants should be open because we can get to see our friends and family that we haven't seen during lockdown we are now joined by mrs morsley who will bring us another mfl masterclass mfl, 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 MFL. 
Hola a todos y bienvenido a Español con Señora Morsley. Hi everyone and welcome to Spanish with Mrs Morsley. Hope everyone's keeping well. So the theme for this week's podcast is transition and lots of our year sixes are getting ready to move up to secondary school in September which is an exciting but also a very nervous time for everybody. So bearing in mind the theme is transition and change, this week we're going to be talking about changes in Spanish. The question this week is ¿Cuál es tu estación del año favorita? ¿Cuál es tu estación del año favorita? So listen carefully again and see if you can pick out any words that we've already talked about, we've already learned and we've already used and practiced. ¿Cuál es tu estación del año favorita? So hopefully you'll have picked out the word favorita and remember that it means favorite. So I'm asking what is your favorite something? So the question translates as what is your favorite season of the year? ¿Cuál es tu estación del año favorita? So, there are four different seasons of the year. Hay cuatro estaciones del año. And those four seasons are as follows. So, listen carefully and practice saying them with me. La primavera. La primavera. Spring. La primavera. El verano. El verano. Summer. El verano. El otoño. El otoño. Autumn. El otoño. And the final season of the year, el invierno. El invierno. Winter. El invierno. Have a think then, which is your favourite season of the year? Is it la primavera, spring, el verano, summer, el otoño, autumn, or el invierno, winter? ¿Cuál es tu estación del año favorita? Which is your favourite season of the year? So to answer the question, we're going to use the question to form our answer. So the question, ¿Cuál es tu estación del año favorita? What is your favourite season of the year? We're going to say, Mi estación del año favorita es. My favourite season of the year is. And then give our answer. So for me, Mi estación del año favorita es otoño. Can you think what that means? Mi estación del año favorito Es otoño. What's my favourite season of the year? Well done then if you have remembered that el otoño means autumn. So my favourite season of the year is autumn. And I'm going to tell you why now in Spanish. See if you can work out the reason for autumn being my favourite time of year. Mi estación del año favorita es otoño porque me encantan los colores de hojas. Listen again carefully, I'll say it for you one more time. See which words you can pick out and see if you can use that then to work out why autumn is my favourite time of year. Mi estación del año favorita es otoño porque me encantan los colores de hojas. If you manage to pick out the word colores, you will remember that that means colours. So think autumn colours. Why might autumn be my favourite time of year? What's that got to do with colours? See if you can use that to work out the answer. So my favourite time of year is autumn because I love walking through parks, seeing all the leaves on the ground, all the different colours of the leaves on the trees. And that's why I love autumn. That's my favourite time of year. So, ¿cuál es tu estación del año favorita? What's your favourite time of year? So once again, then let's quickly recap our four seasons. We have la primavera, spring, el verano, summer, el otoño, autumn, and el invierno, winter. So see if you can use one of those to answer the question. ¿Cuál es tu estación del año favorita? Muchas gracias for listening. Speak to you guys next week. 
Take care. Adios. It's now the part of the show where we bring you the article of the week. Article of the week. This week's article is Article 30, Minority or Indigenous Groups, Culture, Language and Religion. This lesson explores the fact that every child has the right to learn and use the language, customs and religion of their family, whether or not these are shared by the majority of the people in the country where they live. In the slides provided by your teachers, Jerry from UNICEF explains this article further. More information and resources on this topic can be found on the UNICEF website, www.unicef.org.uk or by searching for UNICEF Article of the Week on your web browser. Hi Lee Forest, Miss Hadfield here. I hope you're all safe and well. I just wanted to let you know that this week we will be starting a new feature called Rights Respecter of the Week. Your child's teacher will pick a pupil from their class that has demonstrated they have respected their rights or other children's rights. Also, the senior leadership team will be picking a duty bearer of the week. This will be a member of staff that has worked extremely hard to respect and protect children's rights. Please look out for the names on the newsletter and on the virtual assembly every week. Thank you. Now is the part of the show where we find our fun fact of the day. Again, we want you to get involved at home by sending us your fun facts. We'll then choose the best one and use it on the next episode. Fact of the day. This week's amazing fact is another great piece of trivia for all you quizzes out there. Did you know that sloths have more neck bones than giraffes? Despite physical length, there are more bones in the neck of a sloth than a giraffe. There are seven vertebrae in the neck of giraffes and in most mammals, but there are 10 in a sloth. Remember, we want you to get involved at home too. So send in your amazing facts through Google Classroom, Class Dojo, or even the comments section too. That's it for this week's episode. We hope that you really enjoyed it and continue to pass on the pod to your friends and family to get as many people listening as possible. Remember that the podcast is available on Spotify, Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. Make sure that you join us for the next one where we'll be talking to Mr Tim Bassett, our Chair of Governors, about school governance at Ofsted. (laughs) 